myself, so. Welcome to the Bulgarians Podcast. This is Eric. This is Christian. And we are welcomed by... The infamous Lou Whitener. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Uh, we would have another brother here. Since fuckface didn't make it. Fuckface didn't make it. He bailed. Uh, he said he, he'd try to make it. And the reason that we're doing this episode, the unfortunate reason we're all, you know, together sans fuckface, is uh, our dad passed away. Yeah. So we're doing this episode to honor him. Mm-hmm. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Oh, my God. So let's just uh, let's get into it. Okay. Well, uh, first off. We really do wish Jeff was here. Yes. Uh, Fuckface is meant as an endearing, loving term. Uh, We really do wish he was here. It would it would have made it a much. It would feel better, more well rounded, more closure. But they some people deal with teach their own. Yeah, Yeah. people deal with things in their own way. I tried to get him. I was like, oh, if you could just because he's the one. He's the audio tech guy, so he was the one who set all the audio for this studio up. So I was like, well, I mean, something's just sounding off. Maybe you could just come check it out. He's the unofficial free producer of this podcast because Eric will not learn how to use the board. He will just call our brother and go, can you come over here and and fix this shit? And Jeff goes, I just fixed that shit. And he's like, yeah, but I touched something and something. Well, I know it, how to add funny sound drops. And that's about it. And that's about it. So he's mm-hmm. intern Jeff. <laughs> in, in, intern Jeff. <laughs> oh, God. But, I mean, uh, I mean, he has other stuff going so on. So you were trying to catfish your brother and say, oh, yeah, come fix our sound. Yeah, I was trying to dupe him. Get, get him with the bait and switch. Oh, he got you, though. He saw right through it. He, he did. really did. Mainly because you told him that we were going to talk about Dad. Yeah, I think that weirded him out. Yeah. But, oh well, fuckface didn't make it. <laughs> uh, so. Love you. It's, it's interesting, because the day after Dad died, I, I made a joke, and my mom was like, too soon. Uh... I was like, well, thank God dad's gone because he wouldn't want to live in a world that didn't have cops or live PD on it. Fucking for real. (laughs) That was his fuck. Him and the dog would lay in bed and just laugh their asses off at live PD and cops. That is 100% true. Yes. Uh, He's been watching cops for 31 years. It's entire run. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you a quick he story. He knows the he knows the episode. He's like, oh, I know, I know what Christian. Come here, sit down, watch. You'll love this. And I'm like, does he know? Shut up, bitch! I'm gonna fucking slap you. He, he was telling a story about my, my dead father. Okay, so uh, <laughs> here's a very quick story, and I'll get. No, you're fine. All right. So when I was in second grade. I lived in Florida with my mother and stepfather, and uh, I remember I I was hanging out with Dad, and we were watching an episode of Cops, and I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and we were watching an episode, and the cops were in Fort Lauderdale, and I went, hey, I 
know exactly where that is. That's right by my house. Well, that did not go over well. I I bet not. <laughs> yeah. And, and so thanks, cops. You started a fight between my mom and dad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, you know. Basically, kids, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Don't say nothing to nobody. <laughs> yeah. I have a, if Jeff was here, I'd have a funny story about Jeff should have kept his mouth shut a couple times. But uh, we'll avoid that one since he's not here. Um, yeah. Nah, dude. My mom hated cops. Fucking hated cops in live PD, and she'd like, I'm not watching this shit. Not like cops, as in human beings, like the police. The, the, the show, the television show, because they would marathon. Robin it. is not outside, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I fucked that one up. I said <laughs> yeah, that she, one a little bad. No, she has like, the utmost respect for the police community, the boys yeah, in blue. She outside with like fuck twelve fucking things. <laughs> like, yeah, she's not a rioter. Yeah, don't tear gas my mom, please. Oh my um. God. Don't hit her with rubber bullets. No, dad would watch marathons of the fucking show on A&E. He was mad as hell, like furious when they took it off of Fox and put it on Mm A&E. Like, and then they just started marathoning it. So his morning schedule was me TV. He'd watch shows he saw 50 times. Yeah. Uh, and then he would go and watch cops for the rest of the day, in maybe live, yeah, in live PD, and maybe some like the, those like home flip shows, yeah, yeah. And then he would uh, switch it over every now and then to uh, ridiculousness, because the man had a thing for Chanel West Coast. I don't know if it was the laugh. I always thought he was a man of class, but nope. Well, nope. Apparently not. Nope. Loved him from Chanel West Coast. That is so funny. I always thought him more of a, like a Melania type of man. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> but, nope, you know. just uh, Transmicus. Um, <laughs> you, know you know what I appreciated? I hated in hindsight, but I appreciate, and we'll get more into this type of behavior, but when people came to the house, he didn't give a shit who you were. You were going to watch what he wanted to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. And half the time, he'd walk around in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. my God. So many times. Captain Zero Fucks. <laughs> Maybe that's the title, Captain Zero Fucks. Because it's like, no. Yeah. Hey, and he'll just, he doesn't give a He never gave a fuck. No. Mm-mm. Unapologetic. Unapologetic. I th- I said that the other night. If you could describe our father in one word, it's unapologetic. Yep. And take that however you will. It can mean both negative and positive. Mm-hmm. But unapologetic. And that's what it was. That's and why I got along with him so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all did. Yeah. Well... <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Yeah. On, take off, take off them rose-colored glasses. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We just put him in the tomb yesterday. No, I'm no, feeling no. a little nostalgic. I, I got along with him okay for the most part. There were times, but Eric got the brunt mm, of yes of 
the, because, and I've said it before, he saw the most of himself in you. Mm-hmm. So he was the hardest on you. And he really, that's, that's not up for debate. No. He was hardest on you because he saw the most potential in you. So. And me and him were the same fucking person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, like freaky. And we would just constantly just fuck with each other. But it, it's funny that, that like I got called little beef. Mm hmm. But you're really the little beef, except you're much bigger than him. Yeah. So you're not like little beef. No, know. no, I, I am. By I, the way, our dad's nickname was beef. Yeah. Since high school. So. Yep. So all of his friends and everybody called him beef until he started dating my mom. And she's like, uh, yeah, I don't want to be dating a guy known as beef. So that shit ends now. <laughs> and then everybody started calling him David. Even his, even the family called him beef. Yeah. It really was a term of endearment. It, it was. It wasn't meant to be. But he owned it. He did. And made it work. And it became a term of endearment. He was a local legend in Beckley. He really, really was. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody erected a statue. In all honesty. I don't know where you'd put it, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean. Maybe out in front of the, no, it wouldn't be out in front of the legacy building. That's for sure. No. But, uh, no, but. He was um, he was an epitome of like what you would call a polarizing figure, you know, where if you loved him, you loved him. Kind of a contrarian in a way, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you loved him, you loved him. Could he piss you off? Absolutely. Did he piss you off? More than likely. But was there still something about him? That made you made him endearing in the mm-hmm. fact of he is somebody special. Well, he because was. he was real. Like he was the in a in a world full of fake people. David was one of the realest motherfuckers on the planet. Well, Captain Zero fucks. Yeah, which was I mean he helpful, was who he was helpful and detrimental. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But he was who he was. And, you know, that that's admirable, you know, but, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's not really real that he's gone. No, it doesn't feel real yet. Uh, it almost still feels like he's at home. He is. Yeah. I mean, I thought I felt that way. Uh, cause I mean, he stayed in the bed all day with the dog. Even when we, had, even when you would come down, he would. Either be out on the the patio or mm-hmm. in bed with the dog watching cops. You know, honestly, I think if there was a white light kind of scenario, I'm happy to believe that he was there yesterday when the family came down and mm. was hanging out after the funeral. And, yeah, after the funeral, uh, I'm I'm I would like to believe he was there. Yeah, and I felt like he was there. But I could also see that if there was like a white light scenario and he's like in the bedroom, like, nah, I'm good here. I'm yeah. just going to stay. But now that cops and live PD have been canceled, 
he might if there's a second ch- uh, ooh, I mean if there's a second chance for the light he might take you up on it now yeah because he Omni- might have passed it first but it was solely so he just didn't want to leave the house well, he got so pissed he off TV. at me TV because afternoon they they played nothing but the Flintstones so when he was in the hospital dying in there he's like could you he'd ask the nurse whenever he got his you know faculties yeah his faculties about him he'd be like can you turn on me tv and then they just leave that shit on all day well after afternoon the flintstones were on all day and he looked at me the day i went and visited him and he goes can you turn this fucking shit off what's he gotta get some flintstones I mean, after a week of nothing but the Flintstones? Yeah, I guess I, I think yeah, I you. That. I'd be sick and tired of fucking cavemen. I'd never want to see another caveman or a dinosaur again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So. But, uh. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Oh, shit. Was, was the funeral, man. And. That was a little weird. It's hard to believe he's all, he's almost been gone almost an entire week. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And, I mean, you know, first off, um, before, I mean, it's called the Vulgarians Podcast. Yeah, let's... I'm sure you don't expect some lack of vulgarity here, but let's just say that uh, we grew up, our dad was in the funeral business. So we grew up around dead bodies in the funeral business. Um, so we're a little, I don't want to say cold, but desensitized a little Extremely bit. Extremely desensitized. Uh, I mean, I worked at a, I interned at a funeral home when I was 17 yeah. and sold cemetery property when I was 21. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. I've been in the embalming room many yeah. occasions. From an early age, we learned what death was, and that everybody does it. And we heard stories about deaths that <laughs> gruesome, gruesome that we will n- hopefully never experience. Nope. And for the sake of the embalmers and the people putting them together, hopefully they never experience. Right. Yep. So. That being said, he looked good. He looked damn good. Best embalming job I've ever seen. He was. He looked great. Shout out to Goldfinch Funeral Home and Todd for that. Like, fucking crazy. He looked alive. It was one hell of a send off. It was spooky, man. Yeah, it freaked me the fuck out when I saw him. Everybody says that, you know, right? Like when you go to to a to a viewing or a wake or whatever you want to call it. I always call it a viewing. But when you go to one of those, somebody always goes, oh, he looked like he was sleeping. He looked so natural like he was sleeping. And they never do. Mm -mm. No. But this time. Anytime, Lou, that I would go to a visitation, like, it doesn't matter what. If I go to a viewing or a visitation, I'd just go look and be like, that's just shitty craftsmanship. I'm judging body. I'm judging corpses. So therefore, if, if you're planning on like America's next top embalmer, Eric will happily be a judge yes. and be the Simon Cowell I'd of be the like, funeral industry. 
They're like, who taught you to do makeup? Gupton Jones, which is a funeral director's college. Inside joke. Yeah. The people who get it, get it. For the... For the la- that half a person is laughing their ass yep. off right now. All right. Yeah, their soul's just been grinded down. Uh, but yeah, the funeral was... It was interesting. I mean, it's always weird. Uh, well, I mean, it's not always weird because this shit hasn't happened before. Funerals in the time of a pandemic. And... All due respect to the f- great state of South Cal, South Cackalacky. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all don't give a fuck. Nope. Restaurants are open, folks. You can go inside and sit down. It's all good. But there was a limit on the people in for the funeral and the visitation. 25. 25. And we had 47. Not all at the same time. Yeah. Just, yeah. I did a head count. I don't, yeah, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, no. They were not all at the same time. But we had, yeah. It was a good turnout. We rolled the visitation and the the funeral into the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. So it was. Uh, but I just thought it was funny when they played the opening song to the. the fu- <laughs> Go ahead. Get. This has been heavy on your heart. It has. This joke has been. It's not even a joke. It like happened. It's a. Go ahead, dude. All right. So the first song they play, it gets about forty-five seconds in, and I just hear a crack of thunder. I was like, "Oh shit!" The old man's pissed. He fucked up the music. It should have been some New Orleans jazz or something. And uh, then the <laughs> the pastor starts talking, and our dad was blind. Legally blind. Yeah. That, that's what he made him retire, basically, was he couldn't see. Because he spilled embalming fluid in his eye. You think that's what did it? No, he told me that's what did it. Oh, shit. He, I didn't know that. No. You didn't know that? No. Oh. Hey. Here's what he happened. He told me a laser eye surgery did it. Bullshit. No. What happened was he was at Blue... He was at the place yeah, where he worked. Good, good call. And... uh he splashed some embalming fluid in his eye and it burned like the cornea or retina. It burned something where it, he had like great night vision, but during the day, whatever filter was on his eye to block out the sun was gone. So he had to start wearing glasses, but at night he could see. And then that that kind of deteriorated could have been from the diabetes or mm-hmm. whatever we'll, things. We'll but touch on that later. Yeah. But no, that was, no, he's, he got a splash of embalming fluid in the eye. No shit. Yes. I remember that. Cause when we went, when he took me on my visit to my photography school, we went, and this was in the freaking nineties. All right. Pearl jam was on the radio a lot. Yeah he had a hold of my arm as we were going through because he couldn't see that well. But we got the dark room, took the tour of the dark room. Perfect vision. He could see. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because he could see in the dark. He just couldn't see in the light unless he had well, glasses on. Don't tell the pastor that because that he touched on the darkness and the light too. But uh, <laughs> what he said that really, I almost lost my shit 
thank God I had a face mask on because I had a grin from ear to ear, a wicked looking Chesser cat grin. But uh, the the preacher said, "A man without vision shall perish," and I just grinned. I was like, "Oh come on, man!" Now the normal person would take that for what it was meant that our father was a man of vision he took this cemetery that was called southeastern south something bland bland cemetery and he turned it into something really kind of respectable respectable catchy with dignity dignity and he turned things and like and that was one thing dad did he was a marketing guy he was you know he he was a salesman, and he thought that he could take this cemetery and had a vision for it. So, therefore, I got what he was saying. <clears throat> but in the literal sense, yes. Don't talk about a man with vision <laughs> when he's blind. How many times did you drive or did you ride with dad? How many times did Dad say, hey, give me the keys. Let me drive. Uh, Lou, since he's gone, I can say this. That motherfucker cheated his driver's license test. He cheated his boat captain's test. I know. <laughs> uh, I was going to talk on that one next, but <laughs> so my mom went up first to get her driver's license when they moved to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't think he could pass the damn test. So the motherfucker memorized exactly what my mom said. They're supposed to change those tests out. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'll gamble it. Read the test. Like memorized it just immediately. Got passed on his driver's license. Well, then there's a loophole in South Carolina where if you need to renew all you have to do is fill out a form online. You get one of those. So that motherfucker drove for 10 years. Blind. Yeah. Would he, pick me up from school and shit. He took us to prom. Blind. <laughs> I remember I came down in 2009 <laughs> and uh, y'all were living at the condo. Uh-huh. And I, I had like a hotel room at Super 8. Mm-hmm. And he, it was before you crashed my birthright. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I ever wanted. I pissed on that car. That's the only thing I ever wanted. I claimed that, it. Was that damn Alante. That's all I ever, it's my favorite car in the world. And so I thought dad was going to give me the Alante to use while I was there. Right. Like, hey, I come down, take the car to the hotel, come back tomorrow morning, pick mm-hmm. me up, we'll go do stuff. Because he let me drive the Elante while we went out and did shit, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but no, it was, we, okay, we're going to go to the hotel. It wasn't, I'll drive the hotel, dad drive back. It was, nah. Dad's like, I'll take you. I went, let me drive. And please, for God's sake, do not drive back. Nope. I got it. And he just had to show me that he knew the way mm-hmm. by feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he drove was by feel. Yeah. And 
nothing will pucker your asshole like driving <laughs> oh, with no. a blind man when there's stop signs and shit and there's traffic. Lou, he hit a fucking guy. <laughs> Did he never tell you this? No, he never told me he hit a guy. He I was, have no knowledge of this. So he was pulling into the auxiliary parking lot of the condo, right? <laughs> and some guy was walking his fucking dog and dad just clipped him. <laughs> he happened? wasn't going fast, but dad went to go park the car. Didn't realize he hit a guy and the guy's just screaming, hit and run, hit and run. <laughs> How did that get f- fixed? Dad talked his way out of it. I wasn't there for it. But he told me about it. He was just driving by himself? He was by himself. How the fuck did he just drive by himself? He was himself? dropping Robin off. Oh, I thought he was maybe sightseeing, which is... No, uh, but who knows Who knows what man. the fuck he did? He, he could have been driving all over the damn town. I don't know, man. He hey. would never drive himself to a doctor's appointment, though. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it's better when you do it. Yeah, it make it, it makes a better story on why why I'm still on disability. No, because he need, he was blind. He was fucking blind. He deserved disability. He bought that oh, policy dude. early on. That was the smartest thing he ever did. Uh huh. But uh, with the Alante, me and him got into it one day, and I was just like, you know what? That motherfucker loves that car. I'm gonna fucking destroy it. Now, by that, I meant I was going to take a fire extinguisher and just spray the damn car with a fire extinguisher. You heard me just call that fucking car my birthright, uh-huh. right? Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Continue yeah. your destroy this car story. Well, then I pissed on the door handle. That's your own fault. You're the one who drove it. I, I, I didn't drive it then, but, uh, and even when I was a young kid in North Carolina, I hit it with a damn golf ball and put a huge dent in the door. I've been fucking up that car for two decades. There was just a a love-hate relationship with that car, and that car did nothing to you. No? No? It It didn't. You were in an abusive relationship with that car. Uh Uh-huh. It got me pulled over a a shitload. Oh, the car got you pulled over, didn't Uh, it? I wasn't speeding. A guy said, hey, man, you can't ride in the, the passing lane. But he pulled me over when I was leaving college. So I was leaving college. A cop pulls behind me and goes, you're, you're riding in a passing lane. I was like, uh, I always did. I didn't know that was a, a problem. Oh, yeah, it's a big problem. Don't do it again. You're free to go. Okay. But he was like, why the fuck is this kid driving a damn Cadillac? He probably knew what the car was and was like, oh, hell no. So they thought I stole the car. They just did, they just, nothing thought that some, like, little rich kid in Myrtle Beach might have had a Cadillac. Pulled my ass over for no fucking reason. No reason. Yeah, no. I, you know they don't make that car anymore? Nope. They make the, uh, what is it, XLR or whatever? I don't give a shit what they make now. They don't make Elantes anymore. Well, you know, I didn't total the car. The bitch driving in the fog, a silver car with no headlights on, totaled the car. 
why would I want to total how I well, got to uh, and from places? Your Honor, may I just ask the statement to be read back of all the times that you I fucked up the car. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. you know premeditated. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, if no one has ever seen a Cadillac Alante, look it up. Yeah, it's a great car. It's a sweet car. What's next on your list of uh Well, you know, you referenced the yacht, and I forgot all about that. Yeah, dude. No. He almost crashed that motherfucker <laughs> into a uh, 48-foot mega yacht. It got away from him one time. We're all on the motherfucker panicking. It's like, oh, shit, we're about to sink and then owe this motherfucker a ton of money. Luckily, he missed it by a foot and a half. You want to bet Robin's asshole puckered that whole time? Is that when y'all sold the boat? Yes. Yeah. Because he sand he banked us on a damn sandbar twice. Because <laughs> he was he was like he was like, dude, I got my I got my uh, captain's license. I went, you're blind. He went, yeah. <laughs> he was like, all it is is you put in your coordinates here. And here's where you are. And it's like a GPS. There's just a line. And you just follow that red line and you're good to go. Not knowing what might be in front of you. Right. Boats or people or land. I was waiting for him to run somebody over. Yeah. Like, because people go swim. Dogs and shit go out in the waterway all the time. Yeah. But uh, across the waterway. And he went and... (laughs) By like threaded it, people like low wake zone be damned. One time we went out there and it was just like he and fucked up a dude on a jet ski. One time (laughs) you were with us, I was. He put a big ass fucking wake on that shit and sent that motherfucker flying. Oh, I think that fits into the dad fucks with people category. <laughs> it definitely does, but yeah, he used to make us clean the motherfucker. So he'd stand there with his hands on his hips and tell us when he thought we did a good enough job. Oh, cabin boy. Well, all right. So I was 13, 12, 13, or no, 13 when that, when that was going on, I was in eighth grade. Uh, that at that point in time, that's the only time I ever heard my mom curse. Was on that boat. Yeah, she doesn't curse often. No, 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 no. I heard uh, her curse today. That's he, the first time in a long time. Uh, he was docking us, and we were starting to drift into the boat next to us. <laughs> mom jumped off the boat with a rope in her hands. And hit the fucking dock and tied, like, anchored that bitch real quick. Ride or die. Ride or fucking die. But uh, she's like, I hate this fucking boat. (laughs) Just scream that shit in the marina. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. And dad just sat there with his head down for the rest of the day. Because normally he's talking shit to us while we're cleaning. He's like, yep, y'all just get it all, all the funk off. Get the ocean funk off of it. 
He just sat there with his head down like, mm, I fucked up. Prideful. Yep. That's another word mm-hmm. that could be used. That is also the same as unapologetic. Could be good. Could be bad. But prideful. Dad loved the- having nice shit. Does not. And he wasn't afraid to let you know how nice a shit he had. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I mean, like, we didn't connect on that level. You know, like, I I don't care how much something you own costs or how great this is or how top of the line or, but, you know, that was important to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he worked hard to reach, to be as successful as he was. And he was proud of it. And I he mean, wanted to show off the, the reason we didn't go back to North Carolina after he retired in Dallas was because he said, fuck it, I own a condo. So he's like, you give me the choice between the ocean and I get to retire and live oceanfront or put me in bumblefuck nowhere, North Carolina. It's a beautiful country. It was. We had eight acres. Like, there was a creek that ran through the the property. Massive property. He's like, yeah, fuck that. Give me the beach. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. He wanted to see the ocean every day. What little of it he could. You know, but one thing about him is that he loved Google Earth. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he would, like, sit and tell me, like, okay, so if you shot an arrow from my balcony directly across the air, like the Atlantic Ocean, it would line up in this part of Africa. And he like knew exactly where everything was. And and every time I would go to a new contract or move to a new town, he would go, where you at? What's your address? And I'd talk to him and he'd go, ah, I got it right here. Is that big tree still in the front yard? I'm like, that's a little spooky, man. <laughs> like, this is a little creepy. <laughs> he also used to get flight simulators. And I... I we laid the law down on his ass because we were, we were afraid he was getting ready to sneak out and buy a plane. All right. One of my favorite things was when he talked his way in to the North Myrtle Beach Airport as a former pilot. So he got to hang out on the back porch and watch planes. Yep. I remember that. He told, he walked in to the North Myrtle Beach Airport. Mm-hmm. And he's a salesman and all his charm. And he was like, you know, gee, I, you know, I used to be a pilot. I used to fly. I love flying. I I can't fly anymore. You know, I got a little bit blind, but I just like to, I like to be around it, you know? I like to, you know, hear it and smell it. And I just, I just kind of miss it, you know? So, is there any way that I could, you know, maybe go sit out back and be close to the planes? So How quick did they get it? a chair for him? No, they were out there. They there were chairs out there. Oh, he no. would hang out there when we were at school and mom was at work. Yep. Oh my god. And, so and we went there one day and what he would do, I don't know what, and he walked in and went, "Hey, David," and he was like, "Hey," and I went, "How the hell do you get to go in this unrestricted area?" And he went, "Oh, because I told him I was a pilot." And uh, and I just missed it. And he told me the whole thing. And I was like, oh, all right. And then what he would do is he would go 
and look and and and, and he could read enough to find the the uh, tail numbers tail numbers and then he would go look them up and he would find flight logs yeah, yeah. and follow the flight logs at the house on a on a simulator uh-huh it was we were deathly afraid after he sold he the was boat. A stalker of certain <laughs> certain people. Everybody, anybody that flew into North Myrtle Beach Airport, <laughs> David knew where the hell you were. Yeah, yeah, because he was looking up your shit and he knew who you were. He was like Phil. Hey, that, that right there, that was Phil Mickelson. That's his plane, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he had he had a list of celebrities and their private planes written down. Mm-hmm. The tail numbers on their private planes. Like, if any of those men went missing, Dad may have been suspect number one. <laughs> Who has a list of their... Co- oh. Here's a here's a blind recluse in North Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot all about that. Yeah. That's why I'm here, man. Oh, dude. Tell me something I don't know. Oof. What's next on your list? Uh, Well, I had one more comment about the funeral. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roll your motor. So after the, we got a little distracted. So after the, uh, a man without vision shall perish (laughs) line, the second song opens up and it's amazing grace. Wolves blind, but now I see. They, there was so much emphasis when they sang that fucking line. To you, I dude. By that point, it's taking everything I have. Thank God there was a face mask. We all had to wear masks because I was lit. I was losing my shit and shaking. I was like foaming at the mouth. Like that's the funniest fucking shit ever. Now, if there were any more proof that Eric can't take shit seriously whatsoever at our father's funeral. He can make like a Beavis and Butthead blind joke and go, <laughs> like, look at the grin on my face right now. I, this is me under the mask. I was just like, this is fucking great. Dad would have, Dad would have hated this, or he would have laughed his, ass or he would have laughed his ass off. But probably in his later days, he would have hated it. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I don't know. I mean, who knows, man? Who knows? But uh, it it was fucking great. But we have some we have some funny stories of dad. Isn't that right? Me? Yes. Oh, you want me to join in now? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. After you cucked me. I'm, Go I'm, ahead, hit your button. Go ahead, I'm, do it. I want you to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He fucking shit on me. He shit in my face. You did. You shit it in my face. Yeah, I wasn't even ready for it or anything. No, I, sh- I just sprung it on you. <laughs> That's the best way to get the reactions. God damn it. Wait, I what mean, you- but, I drink vodka. I don't care. <laughs> what, you want a funny story about your dad? Yeah. You and him got got pretty tight. Uh, I was the What baby. was your name? Princess oh, what? Oh, but hold on. We have to get prefaces. Your dad always gave nicknames. I saw this. Yes. I was. He was notorious for nicknames. And I'd only known him for maybe like a month. 
not even that. And he was like, oh, Princess Teehee's here. And I was like, who the hell is Princess well, Teehee? And I asked Eric who that was, and he's like, that's you. And I was like, oh, he, oh, he's giving me a nickname. Oh, okay. He, he thought you're... <laughs> Let me let me just go ahead and tell you when uh-huh. you when I first brought you over and you did the laugh. Uh-huh. He thought it was the most fucking obnoxious thing he's ever heard. <laughs> so Princess Teehee was an actual like rib. It was like it was a joke on you, but yeah, yeah. which Dad was famous for. Oh, it's okay. But it became a term of endearment. It, it did. It was like the beef story. It did. Mm-hmm. It became yeah. like that. No, but he always, oh, Princess Teehee's here. And I just, like, thought that was so funny that he had given me a nickname. But your dad was always really funny, too, uh, with his isms. The isms oh, were yeah. my favorite. I remember when we played Rook. Yeah, we taught her Rook. Yeah. We had drinks together. We were, like, 17 years old, and we brought drinks over. And we were like, yeah, we'll play Rook. And it was so fun. It was me and her versus uh, Mom and Dad. Mm-hmm. Who won? It was it. It was back and forth. Yeah. I can pick up games pretty quick if you if you if I watch you play. Well, you know what it I was love? like spades. So mm-hmm. she. Well, what I love about Whitener Rook Casino Rook show some respect. Yeah. Casino Rook, I apologize. Is that uh, it? Is our own made up rules? Uh, if yeah, you look at the actual rule book of Rook. It is not the way Beulah taught everybody. No, our great grandmother. God rest her soul. <laughs> that is not the. That is not Beulah Rook, and so I'm like, no. So when when I teach people Rook, I'm like, yeah, rule book be damned. I'm playing our rules. This is what it is. Yeah. Uh huh. And and Dad and maybe it's my ministry teaching the gospel of Rook. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that was Casino much. Rook. Um uh what what was the other part of that? Casino Rook uh something gamblers there, there was some other part to it that dad always said. I forget. Man. I I can't remember. I but know. him and our uncle would just fuck with everybody. Everybody at at the lake house. Rook is a card game, by the way. If you're still, you know, yeah. Yeah, they they have the internet. They can look that shit up. Uh, but yeah, Rook's a card game where it, it's like spades, but instead of uh, just suits, there's colors. It's a weird, like, go it, fish it, spades kind of hybrid. It's, it, yeah. It's a weird-ass thing, but it became a very volatile part of our family dynamic. Uh, relationships were made and broken. Won and lost. Hierarchies were built and crumbled. The position of the will was uh, potentially made. Gambled. Yes. Like, your spot in the will may or may not have depended on how good you were at Rook. And our great-grandma, Beulah, was a god at it. It right until David came around with it. Mm-hmm. And him and Steve were pretty good, man. Yeah, him and Steve. Him and Steve were real. They good. they they hurt some people's feelings. Yeah, like people took them a while to get over that. No, because they were a great tag team. Well, they dad, would just fuck with everybody. Because no, Dad would talk shit. Uh huh. That was mm-hmm. that was his thing. He got all the heat while 
Steve was just concentrating like a son of a bitch. I watched that motherfucker shoot the moon one night, and he won. It's always good when you shoot the moon and you actually pays off. It's yeah. Cause all right, so there's a thing called the widow. Oh, for God's sake! No, 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 we've got it. Fuck it. I'm not gonna talk about Rook anymore. Look it up. Shoot the moon. It's a great game. Maybe I'll talk about the Whitener rules one day. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe they'll name that the episode. Shoot the moon. Maybe I don't know. I still, I still like uh, Fuckface couldn't make it. I like that. Or didn't make it. Yeah, Fuckface didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Fuckface. Fuckface. All right. Disappointment to the family. What's next on... Uh, uh, let's see. What is next on the list? Because we could, like, talk and bullshit forever and ever so, about other things, but, you know, we actually... There's an itinerary. So there's... You know, we mentioned Dad used to be funeral director. Mm-hmm. There was something special I wanted for this episode of the podcast. Okay. Dad's wax head. Yeah. He so when he was in bombing school, fucking how long ago? Uh, in the middle seventies, mid seventies. Uh, they make you build a wax head of yourself. Well, he still has the head, and it's in the house. It's in my mom, and well, it's in their house somewhere. Uh, I wanted it for this episode, and I was going to set it on top of the fridge. And unveil it. I was going to Vanna White that motherfucker. I'm really surprised you didn't like, you weren't planning on putting it in the refrigerator and just tell Jeff to go get a beer. Oh, that would have been so good. That would have been really funny. Well, maybe he won't listen to this. We can Shanghai him next time. You can do it next time. Oh my God. But yeah, so uh, long story short, um, in a bombing school, you know, in case... Somebody gets, you know, disfigured. Suicide. You know. Burn victim. Burn victim. Car crash. Decapitated. And they want a open casket. You have to build and mold their face. And it's making. And it's one of those weird things that I remember being a little kid looking at that going. Dad made this sculpture of himself. Like a self portrait. Mm hmm. He's an artist. Yeah. And, and when you learn that it's like, he, like, funeral directors and bombers think like, oh, when you do that, it's an art. Mm-hmm. And I wish he would have, like, kind of been like, you know what? I, I'm actually pretty good at this. Because it looked just like him. Oh, and spooky. Honestly, what's weird is that when it was, when he made it, he was in his mid-20s. So our dad was sixty-seven, right? Uh, sixty-seven or sixty-eight. Uh, he's, he's born in fifty-two. Okay, and it's not December yet. Yeah, he's sixty-seven. This was maybe forty years ago. He's like a tw- probably younger than that, but we'll say twenty-seven-year-old David Whitener. In his prime. In his prime. And he looks, that head, Christian, you've never seen this head. No. Correct? No. You will not want that in your bedroom. Uh, Yeah, my original plan was after this episode, put up a shrine to dad in the bedroom. Because that's a weird kink that will be 
talked about later. Look, 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 look. Dad used to walk in on us in high school <laughs> while again, we were fucking. He was blind. He was blind, and we were under the covers. But I'm sure it smelled like sex and shame in there. <laughs> so, And this nasty son of a bitch wouldn't even stop. Nope. Mm-mm. I was trying to nut. Uh, but he'd come in and talk to the lizards and have a conversation with us. And I'm just side plowing Christian. I'm spooning fucking her. And uh, dad would just be like, all right, well, y'all have a good night now. I was like, I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, y'all sleep tight. Ne- never brought it up. Nope. But this happened like. A lot. A lot. A lot. More than it should have. And he'd come in in his underwear a couple times. <laughs> I'm just like, I was like, this is fucking, this is even weird for me, man. <laughs> that just, that, that. It's his house. How much more of like a big dick power move can you do? Just be like, my house, I walk in. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, uh, here's something, fun fact about our dad. He had a portrait painted of himself. Uh, yeah. And one of my favorite things was I didn't have to deal with this. This was Jeff and Eric. He was like, anytime the boys piss me off or do something bad, I hang the portrait in their room so I can always be looking at it. And he it. fucking did. How many times did you have that portrait in your room? Three. <laughs> there for a week. You had it for a week. <laughs> That was one of his favorite things. Oh, uh, dude, it was fucking creepy, and I didn't like it. We took a family portrait yesterday of all the family members, and I didn't realize till after the fact that we were standing in front of Dad's portrait, mm-hmm. and he was just staring mm-hmm. at the camera. I wouldn't yeah. have any other way because the that eyes, the eyes fucking followed you, no matter where you were in the room. He was always looking at you mm-hmm. so you could it was yeah. like an elvis painting yeah Everything. or like a painting of jesus but the eyes always followed you and then if you fuck up you're like is he watching me it's like one of those scooby-doo like scenes mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. eye like the slit would pull out and the eyes would just <laughs> fucking glance around the room it, oh, it was so ooh. Man, shit like that made him so happy. Oh, yeah. He loved fucking with people. Loved it. I mean, we loved fucking with him. Like, classically. But he loved fucking with everybody. Mm -hmm. It was his thing. Like, what was the story you told me the other day about him at the lake house jumping out of a speedboat while it was going? Oh, yeah. No, that was just a thing that would happen on occasion. Where, like... uh, there was a time when, like, we were at the lake, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, at, at Flat Top, and uh, there was a speedboat because, t- you know, uh, our uncles would, uh, would like, ski. Right? Yeah. And uh, then the 90s happened, mm-hmm. and then they got a pontoon boat because that would be more good because people were getting older or whatever. Yeah. Had, having kids. Yeah. But yeah. no, speedboat, dad driving speedboat, and then all of a sudden, just as you're driving. Dad wouldn't be in the speedboat. And you jump out the, you know, you just, you're driving and then you just jump out. Oh my God. 
So and then it was a mad dash to get like, to the oh, wheel. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it, David. Oh <laughs> it was my just, God. And he's just chilling. You know, it's like you had to go back and pick him up. Yeah. But it was just one of those fun things that honestly <coughs> any of us would do mm-hmm. if we were on a boat. Oh, yeah. And Jeff wouldn't, but we probably would. I wouldn't. I 100% would, would be driving a speedboat and just jump out of it. Yeah. I would just, you know what? I don't know if I would do it with you in there because you would be the bastard who would go, fuck him. Oh, yeah. I'd take him. off and just leave yeah, me I mean, like, in the middle of a lake I was like, enjoy fucking swimming back, bitch. Yeah. So, I ain't no idiot. <laughs> no. No. I would actually be the one to talk you into jumping to the lake, and then I would do the same thing to you. Yeah, see, so, I wouldn't be that stupid. We're, we're swimming. Right. It's all I, for entertainment. I, I And whoever did it and got left would just be like, You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You piece of shit. That's exactly how it'd go down. I can picture it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Oof. But... What other shit did Dad do to fuck with people? He used to fuck with his bosses all the time. He he had one boss that was balding and got hair plugs. Now this was back in like the early eighties. Yeah, when hair plugs weren't good, weren't very good. They They're were still not way but, more expensive than they should have been, but they yeah. weren't very good. And bless his heart, he was trying. And dad, this was dad was a habitual line stepper with this guy. Mm-hmm. Just in life, man. A line yeah. stepper. He would step on the line habitually. Uh, but the one story I I was told was where he told this guy that uh, where did they get the hair for the hair plugs? A baboon's ass. <laughs> you know, and lit up a, his key thing was lighting up a cigarette before he just blistered your ass. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about adding punctuation. Yeah, it, it was. Timing and punctuation. It, it was all. Of, it was showmanship. It was. Yeah. It was fucking showmanship. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was also famous for a lot of his. There's a legend and a lore about him. And you know what? I am not. I'm going to say that everything that everyone thinks they know about David Whitener is 100% true. Did he chug a bottle of ketchup? Yep. Absolutely he did. He swallowed cigarettes as a, as a gag? Absolutely. Lit? He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when it would cough, like spit them back up? Still lit? Absolutely. Everything you've ever heard is 100% true. Yep. The man is a myth and a legend in many, many places. He traveled the country as a speaker. He worked in all over the United States. Here's one thing that I uh, really, really actually uh, admired is that he would still go out and speak while he was blind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So he would go out, and what he would tell me is that he would say, well, I would go out to the stage, 
and I would walk the stage and learn and count how many steps I had mm-hmm. to get here and there. How, so he so he didn't fall off the stage. Yeah, he could walk. He knew how many, and he would count, and he knew how many steps he had to take to get from here to here to here. Yeah, and I really kind of you know I really admired that because yeah. he was a showman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and here's the other thing. He and, was but, blind. But nobody knew he was blind. No. And here's the other amazing thing. All his speeches, you know how most speakers have notes? He was blind. He couldn't fucking read them. There was all, it was all 100% memory. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the shit he couldn't remember, he just rifted. Yep. And would get multiple standing ovations. It was yeah. crazy. Like the guy is a god amongst men. <laughs> I remember that was there was like never like any kind of like when I was like oh I'm an actor kind of thing and uh, so if there was like oh like oh uh, I'm an actor and he would be like oh that's good I mean I give like I want to have speeches by memory but you go ahead and memorize those few pages it was like <laughs> it was like that nothing what like that was not impressive whatsoever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but he would do that shit. Like, he would do all those speeches and he would different, he had different speeches. It wasn't like he had like one speech that he did over and over and over that was an hour and a half. He could do different speeches on different things. Oh, yeah. And, and it was, it was amazing. Standing ovations every time. Yeah. Cause I remember talking to him one time and I'm like, what are you doing? He went, uh, I had this, I'm going over this speech again. I've done it. haven't done it for a while. I'm trying to rememorize it. And I was like, oh. So we had like a bonding moment where I'm like, oh, you're memorizing stuff? I'm memorizing stuff. You know, except the problem was he wrote his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just... Yep. I mean, it's crazy shit, but... Uh, do you have any other stories of him fucking with people? I know you have a story about the same guy with the hair plugs. Oh, that was just one where I was a little kid and he walked up and just in a very passing throwaway fashion went, Hey, uh, just so you know there's a there's a full moon out there tonight, so that thing on your head might go a little crazy, so just watch out for that. And it was just it was just a passing throwaway dig mm-hmm. where I'm sure he went, that son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. I know uh I think that guy asked him to house set for him or pool set for him yeah one one time i was there you were there for that i mean i was i was there a couple times i mean yeah we talked well about uh earlier. yeah so my dad turned on the or dad pro, turned on the propane to heat the pool <laughs> i wasn't there for that one but yeah I know what you're talking about yeah so he he turned on all the propane ran the propane out And the pool was fucking green the next morning. Like, algae had, like, taken over the pool after one night of it being cranked up to about 110. So, everybody's in a panic. Because Dad threw a damn party at this guy's house when he was supposed to be, like, just checking the pool. So, they're, like, going out to buy chlorine pucks and shit. That was a good one. (laughs) So, um, you know, what I would like to 
I mean, it's 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 so funny, where it's like Eric and I can sit here, and we can talk, and we have rambled a lot about Dad, and there's other points we want to get to, I'm sure, but I would like to hear an outsider's yes. perspective. I would like Christian. I mean. You could be a bitch and say, like, no, I'm good, but I would like. But, you know, go ahead and tell a story. Yeah, since the one brother couldn't make it. uh, Yeah, since Jeff couldn't make it, you'd give us some David stories. He would love that. I mean, you were his you are his favorite daughter-in-law which i really could not figure out why i was the favorite because obviously like what you were just saying he thought my laugh was obnoxious like the first week oh did he get used to it oh yeah yeah it was just he likes chanel west coast so much maybe is that what it is Uh uh-huh oh Oh, he loved your laugh after that you you were his you, you were the fucking like shining star oh i was yeah he would fuck with all of you hey christian you want to come watch Cops with me? Yeah. He would. He loved you after the first... He's like, could you tell her to laugh a little bit quieter? Because he was blind, so his hearing was ramped up. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, oh. Because you did that shit, like, right next to him. Oh, I didn't even know about... Well, I didn't even... So when I first met your dad, number one, I didn't know he was blind until, like, two weeks after the fact. And you were like, yeah, he's blind. And I was like, what do you mean he's blind? I had no idea he was blind. And that was the first time you walked in on us having sex. Yeah. Because you were, like, freaked the hell out that I was what? just like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Well, at least he was dressed that time. Yeah, he he was dressed that time. He came in to talk to the lizards. Mm-hmm. That you, that you bought me. Yes, the lizards that I bought you. But, uh, no, I just, I just enjoyed sitting there and watching shows with him. And that was, like, his thing. Like, he loved the shit. So, like... I'm trying to think of, like, every time we would watch Cops, he, I mean, obviously he watched every single episode, right? He knew mm-hmm. them by heart. Oh, yeah. He could, he he could, could recite re- yes. the episodes. Yes. And so, I'll, go ahead. I remember the night that I got really sick on New Year's. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go out, and instead we ended up setting up all night long with Dad watching Twilight Zone. Which was awesome. It was so much fun. I was, was on so my, like, fun. deathbed. Yeah. Like the, I, was, I had the Vicks Vapor Cool on my chest, just like laying on a couch, like delirious. I had a fever. Yeah. We were all just laugh, like enjoying. Time. And everybody's around me, just like laughing, watching Twilight Zone. And I'm like, a little help? Uh. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. They were getting ready to kick me out of the family and just adopt her. Well, so it was really funny. Anytime I would come over there, like. I would come in, and I would, I was, maybe it was just how I was raised. I mean, you do have the longest legs. I do. Our grandma's ever Oh, my God, that was so funny. Thank you, Grandma (laughs) Walker. Yeah. Why don't we just say that one for the... No. Let's let's finish the story, and then we'll talk about what happened at that after moment, because that was, that was really funny. I haven't seen her in so long, but I remember anytime I would come into the house, I would go and immediately say hi to Eric's parents. I'd be like, hey, Robin, hey, David, me and... David would be talking, and then we would start watching. Like he would be like, "Oh, oh come on, come here, come sit down," and we would sit there and watch cops. And Eric would get so pissed. He's like, "She came over here to see me, not you people." And then your dad would be like, "He's like, she's watching cops, Eric. Like, can you yeah. just go away?" He got mad as shit at me. I'd be like, 
I'm like, damn, all right. I didn't know you were dating her. <laughs> go away. He yeah. really did tell Eric to go away. Yeah, he told me to get lost. He's like, get lost. We're watching cops. <laughs> That's literally what he said. It was so funny. I was like 17 years old. But I'm uh, like, damn, man. All right. Well, I, I fuck me then. I'll just go wander off. Another you gonna go rub one out? Yeah. Another, yeah. Another really funny. Don't story. pick up any socks on my carpet. Jesus Christ. Uh, another. I knew your dad was really big about sweets. So, and he loved him some Reese's pies. So I actually went. I worked at a place that had the Reese's cut pie. So I brought an entire Reese's cut pie for Eric's dad, and he was like. Oh, Christian, you are the best. Let me cut you off a sliver. Nobody else is getting any of this, but he cut me off like probably like a small little one inch square just for me. But he ate the rest of that. He shared it with nobody oh, else in I, the house. I believe you on that one. Oh no, he did. Uh, I the one time I embarrassed the shit out of him mm-hmm. was one of my funniest jokes ever. You know what makes it the funniest joke ever? Because you have to tell people it's one of your funniest jokes ever. Just tell the fucking joke. All right. People let people judge. Don't oversell it. By the way, I totally endorse this joke. I think it's really, really good. All right. Well, let me tell it. Shut up, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so we're at, we're up in Beckley, back home, and it's it's for Christmas or some shit. But he's sitting at the kitchen table, eating a honey bun, and uh, the whole family was there. They asked me what I'd been up to. I told him. Well, guys, I've been I've been doing a write I've been doing a lot of writing. I'm writing a book right now. And they're like, "What? What? What? The hell? Dad never told us about this." And he's just looking at me like funny as shit, like you know, perplexed. I was like, "Yeah, it's a children's book." They're like, uh, "What? A children's book?" And uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's called David the Terrible Diabetic and the Mystery of Where Did My Foot Go?" <laughs> and he looks at me. If looks could kill, I'd be incinerated where i stood and how old were you uh i think i was about 22 okay. yeah i was about 22 because it was it was after i dropped out of college but so you were just really trying to make him proud <laughs> yeah yeah well me and him had gotten into an argument on the way up there or something so i just re- <laughs> i wanted to fuck with him a little bit yeah oh god I think he got mad that my headphones were too loud or some shit. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, I saw him eating sugar and I was just like, it's a di- He was a diabetic. So you two just needed like to go do mushrooms in the desert together somewhere. Probably. And work some shit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked, he, I mean, he yanked my headphones off my head from the front seat. Wait, he just said, driving? you don't, you don't, no, no, no. Robin was driving. Oh, okay, good. He goes, you don't need these for the rest of the trip. <laughs> okay, we let him drive three blocks from the hotel to the Super 8. We're not going to let him drive like all the way to West Virginia. Blind. No. No. Negative. He did drive when we were in town when we went to West Virginia, right? Oh, yeah, he did drive around West Virginia that time. Yes. Because yes. he still had a valid driver's license. Oh, God. Yeah. But you know what? I was 17, so I was like, whatever, if I fucking die. So, but now I would care, but. <laughs> Ride or die, dude. Yep. Because any normal person would be like, I think I'm going to, I'm going to set this one out. <laughs> David, that's funny. No. 
Yeah. Yeah. You That's drive, cute. You can drive the golf cart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. Uh huh. Oh my god. Yeah. He's that, like, we're gonna go to dinner, and he's like, I'm driving, and I was like, great, that's so awesome. So we're gonna go to the char. Oh, maybe that's the reason why me and I'm sure the roads haven't changed since 1993. Not I'm at sure, all. I'm sure nothing. Was that a stoplight? There was a crash. Maybe that's the reason why me and your dad got along so well with because we both were. He, well, he had an excuse to be a terrible driver because he couldn't see. I just like to scare the shit out of you for no reason. Oh yeah, no, no. She hit a speed bump, dude. Going about. 40 in a Volkswagen Passat and put that bitch airborne in the, in the mall. She, yeah. Why were you in such a hurry at the mall? Oh, 17. Everything's in a hurry, man. You're in a I hurry to, to do everything. Well, yeah. Uh, she, my asshole slammed shut and I think I pissed my pants a little because I was like, oh shit, the suspension's coming off this bitch. Like, we were in the, it felt like slow-mo. That's how it felt. Like we were in the air for what felt like a long time. Enough to where I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. We're fucked. I think that you're, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to step over you, but just moving on so we can get moving. Cause we're getting an hour and nine yeah. minutes. You're, I think the only person who probably had the most fun at that service was your grandma. Because she said probably uh, one, she said one of the funniest things to me. Yeah, this I think this one's a good one. Uh, well, so she our, said one of the funniest things to me. She was just like, I, I know she doesn't recognize me. She, I mean, she doesn't. Well, she's like met you. Like, I mean, she yeah. hasn't. You haven't. She hasn't seen you. Yeah, in a long no. Time. And so, but she was so funny. She looked at me and she goes, she was like. Oh, I can see why he likes you. You've got such long legs, or you have the longest legs I've ever seen. And I, I was like, she has no idea who I am or who I'm with, but okay, thank nah. you. I'll take that as a compliment. No, no. She knew you were with Eric. Uh, she okay. just hasn't seen you in so, like, in shit. 10 years? Yeah. Has it been 10 years? No, yeah. it's longer than that. Oh, yeah. No, it was longer than that. So, it's like 13. No, but she knew you were with Eric, but it was just so funny because. I was going to let you say, like, I knew you wanted to say that mm-hmm. because, hey, why not humble brag? <laughs> like, by the way, my boyfriend's grandma says I'm hot as shit. Uh-huh. Pretty so, much. uh So, baby's ride or die, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to get through this whole thing without you. Nah, it happens. Honestly, like. Well, it only it's happens very tough. once. It's, it's, so, I mean, it happens. It's uh, not like it happens every day. Yeah. You, you, you were my rock through this. And uh, I, I really do need to tell you how much I appreciate that. Thank you. It's a tough situation for sure. You mean the world to me and my family. I don't get all kiss assy with me. Oh, I'm not. Mm. I'm just you letting you know. You can do that know. later. Oh, I, I definitely <laughs> will. He's <laughs> He laying some groundwork, baby. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So, uh, do we have any other stories? Uh, do you have? Did you ever fuck with dad at all? Uh, do you have a, one instance of fucking with him? Because I gave a couple of mine. No, I mean, uh, honestly, I, I. You were too much like him, so you had to fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tried to just keep as as neutral as possible. Honestly, yeah. like it was. I would because he he cared so much about um, what people thought 
mm. or, or how he could, because he was a salesman at heart. So anytime he told me about you or he told me about Jeff or, or anything, he would sell you guys mm-hmm. like a million bucks. Like it's Hell the greatest yeah. thing, you know. Oh, they're doing this and this and this. And, he, so he, and then he would tell me how. He'd be like, oh, I told my friend about you. And I told him this. And, so I, I got to the point where when I would talk to him, I would have to sell. I would have to give him talking points uh-huh. of things he could say to people Yeah. in order to put me over. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would have to say, oh, and this company does this. Or yeah. Like, I'm doing this kind yeah. of thing, and even though, so there wasn't like a, you know, like a man. I'm going through a, going through a tough time right now, man. Yeah, it kind of wasn't. And it was like, well, I'm doing. You had to kind of sell mm-hmm. yourself, and absolutely, yeah. You know, but well, absolutely. Uh, I think I'm gonna wrap it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know. I had a couple stories of dad fucking with people, but I think let's leave it there on a high note. You getting emotional. A little bit. No. A little bit. Oh. A little bit misty eyed. All right. Well, what are we about to do right now? All right. So dad used to drink scotch all the time Mm -hmm. when he was younger. He quit. He quit the sauce when he found God. No, but as a young man. Here is one way that our dad was, he was always different. You know what I mean? Like, he he didn't want to be with the status quo. He was always kind of, as, as the preacher said, a man with vision. Kids who want to drink beer, he decided to drink scotch in high school. Yep. Because that was different. Mm-hmm. So... As you were saying, we're about to drink some scotch. Well, I'm a woman after his own heart because I already finished mine. Hold on. I can't I can't let you I'll ball you over here. Yeah, there you go. I have some more when I get downstairs. Alright, guys. This this is it. The send off. Here's to David Whitener. Cheers. The man, Cheers. the myth, the legend. Salute. Salute. Have a good one, guys. Hi, guys. That's nasty. Yeah, not good. How do you drink this shit?